Hello and welcome to the Rior Europe podcast, your weekly roundup of the most interesting trends and developments in performing credit, stressed and distressed, restructuring and post-reorg in the European and CMA markets. It's Tuesday, October the 4th. I'm Katerina Dassier. And I'm Richard Woolley. Coming up this week, analyst Nikhil Vasani talks about his waterfall model for UK-based casual dining chain Pizza Express. High-yield reporter Beatrice Mavrolian points out the highlights in the primary market from last week. I will be speaking to middle market reporter Andrew Ross about UK value retail group Matalan, its strategic sale process and the terms of its debt recapitalisation. And senior editor Magnus Sherman discusses Luxembourg headquartered metals and mining group Metalcorp, which is facing default. We would like to hear your feedback to help us improve the podcast experience. So please take a moment to complete the short survey at the link attached to this podcast to let us know how we're doing. Hi, Nikhil. Earlier today, you published an analysis on Pizza Express. Could you tell us about what the main angle behind the article and the company's notes maturing in 2026 is? Yeah, so Pizza Express is a UK-based casual dining chain, which has seen the price of its 2026 £335 million senior secured notes fall to about 77 from the mid-80s in August. The notes yield just under 15% and trade wider than some other comparable issuers who also have sterling debt. This could be due to the fact that the group currently faces near-term risks from rising costs of living, recessionary impacts on consumers' discretionary spending, and inflationary effects on its cost base. But this is partly balanced through its strong market positioning, brand and consumer awareness, and healthy cash generation before growth capex. Okay, so are there any near-term triggers for the notes? Well, the group has a clear runway to the 2026 maturity of his notes and sufficient liquidity under our forecasts and thus appears to have no apparent near-term triggers. Under our base case, although leverage rises to about 5.6 times in 2023, it falls to about four times by 2025, which could support or could help support a refinancing of the 2026s. We note that while the group could generate cash after growth capex, it remains somewhat constrained and could leave um, limited headroom for an increasing coupon rate that it may have to take on in a refinancing scenario if markets do not drastically improve by then. Okay, so what are the headwinds uh, to look out for? Well, margins could come under pressure with sustained high levels of cost inflation. During the current full year, Pizza Express expects food-related costs to be about £4 million or 7% higher than it originally expected. Similarly, it estimates um, an additional £5 million impact or 65% increase in electricity costs for the full year. Also, the group's CVA terms, which reduced rent payments and was agreed during its restructuring in 2020, is set to end in September 2023. So from then, rents will be reset to the higher of the CVA rent or the prevailing market rent. This is likely to increase and will have an adverse impact on its margins. Another factor to consider is that labour costs made up about 36% of the group's revenue at the end of the second quarter. This is the largest component of the cost base and it bears the exposure to increases in minimum wage, particularly in light of the current rises in cost of living. primary market seems quieter now. I had a call with Beatrice earlier to check on what's been happening in the primary market since last week. 
Yes, the macro picture looks a bit more gloomy and the primary market is less busy than it was last week. On Friday, House of HR's 425 million euro fixed rate notes became the latest addition to the list of primary deals that have been put on hold this year because of difficult market conditions. But the group did manage to price its 1.02 billion euro first lien term loan and its uh, 125 million delayed draw term loan. There was a similar picture in the US market last week, which often seems to set the tone for what happens in Europe. Last Thursday, a group of banks led by Bank of America and Barclays put a $3.9 billion debt sale for telecoms infrastructure group Brightseed on hold after the deal didn't attract enough demand. Investors were concerned about the group's plans to roll out a new fiber network in the middle of all these macroeconomic headwinds. For House of HR, investors said staffing needs may decline in an economic downturn and that one of the main areas for which the group provides staff is construction and infrastructure, which are highly cyclical. Still in the market, we have Dutch artificial grass producer 10cat grasses 274.3 million term loan B add-on, for which groups close uh, books cl- closed at midday, which is likely to price in the 90 to 91 range, wide wider than earlier price talk of 92 to 93. There's also Spanish clothing retail group Tendum's 300 million euro floating rate notes to support the group's refinancing, which came to the market this morning. After this, the European primary market is expected to stay relatively quiet. Late last month, retail group Matalan announced a strategic sale process and agreed the key terms of a comprehensive recapitalization of its debt with most of its first lien secured note holders. Reporter Andrew Ross has been following the situation for Reorg and is here with me now. Andrew, what should we expect from this process next? Hi, Richard. Uh, sure. As outlined in our last uh, report, the, the sale of the company is being presented to the market as a full competitive M&A process, which is due to conclude by year end. For Madeline's ad hoc senior secured bondholder group, the process offers an opportunity to recover their outstanding principal on their positions in the company's 250 million first lien bonds. Madeline's founder and current owner, John Hargreaves, is preparing a bid. However, his offer is not expected to come close to the bondholder's targeted price of at least 410 million pounds, which would cover the 350 million senior secured notes and 60 million pounds senior secured RCF provided by specialist lender Bantry Bay. To help with the sale, the ad hoc group has offered 200 million pounds of staple financing, which means a prospective buyer would need to just would need to fund just two hundred and ten million pounds, assuming bids hit the ad hoc group's target price. And um, the story last week, you know, we we flagged a few of the potential challenges to the the sales process. Uh, can we dive into a couple of them here? Sure. So Madeline's two hundred and fifty million pound first lien secured notes due January twenty twenty three are to be extended by six months to provide time for the sale. However, the ad hoc group currently represents just over 50% of the senior secured debt and would need 90% approval to amend the terms of the notes, or 75% if it resorted to a UK scheme of arrangement. Sources noted that senior secured bondholders have no real reason to oppose the extension, given that a sale is the most likely way to get repaid. Pushing through the extension could be complicated by the presence of some crossholders in the first and second lien debt. 
However, many of them have, have larger holdings in the first lien debt and as such would be more likely to vote on the side of the senior secured. A competitive sale process would also likely provide the, the most favourable outcomes for the second lien holders. So how might the sale process go with the economic background being as it is at the moment? What could happen if bondholders don't get what they want? Well, so far only the Hargreaves family has announced an intention to bid. While Madeleine's underlying business has been relatively resilient and weathered a number of um, number of headwinds, the current economic outlook, marked by inflation and a cost of living crisis, will make it difficult to attract many bidders. That could leave bondholders with only a bid from the Hargreaves family. Some sources argue that the founder John Hargreaves is indispensable to bid a, to the business, given his long-running multi-generational relationships with the group's key suppliers and links with other firms owned by the Hargreaves, although other sources argue his importance is somewhat overstated. It's clear that senior secured bondholders don't really want to own the business, uh, don't really want to run the business, I should say, but if offers fall significantly short of the 410 million target level, the ad hoc group will look to implement a fallback plan, um, dubbed the alternative recapitalization. In this case, the senior secured bondholders would seek to take control of the company in full by part equitizing their debt, terming out the rest to September 2027 and wiping out the second lien debt in full. The staple offer suggests that they would reinstate somewhere in the region of 200 million of the debt and equitize 150 million pounds of the senior secured bonds to, del to deliver the group and create a sustainable capital structure. The process would likely take the form of a Topco prepack, whereby the business will be sold to a new Topco owned by bondholders. Although the senior secured bondholders could also take control via a share pledge enforcement for which they would only need 50% consent, which means that the current ad hoc group could already push this through, sources noted. One possibility for implementation could be to use a Part 26A restructuring plan. Um, the restructuring plan uh, shares many of the same features as a scheme of arrangement with some important improvements, including the ability to cram down dissenting creditor classes. All right, and what does all of this mean for the second lien creditors? Well, unless Madeleine can secure a bid more than uh, the senior secured creditors' £410 million target, holders of the £80 million second lien notes risk being wiped out. Second lien bondholders are evaluating whether to launch their own bid for the company. Um, they are typically smaller funds, so will be unlikely to attempt a takeover of the company by themselves. However, the funds do have access to capital and could team up with the Hargreaves family, which owns roughly 20 million of the second lien debt, given that they both risk being wiped out. But given the limited size of the money the second liens would be trying to protect, it would be unlikely they would be willing to stump more than twice the amount of their holdings to meet the 150 million pound equity component of the first lien's targeted valuation. This week started with a big announcement for metals and mining company um, Metal Corp. And senior editor Magnus Sherman is here to tell us more. Magnus, what did the company tell the market? 
Yeah, so uh, early on Monday, there was a uh, this relatively big announcement from Metal Corp. Um, if we just start by them, they are a metal and mining company. They produce uh, aluminium slabs uh, across Europe, and they have two mines in Guinea in West Africa. Um, and they market uh, both the, those metals and, and concentrate across the world. They announced on Monday that a sort of very regular scheduled uh, payment of 70 million euros uh, due on a 2022 bond that was due on Sunday. Um, they were not going to pay that because there was a sudden uh, working capital need in Guinea to fund the uh, stockpile of bauxite that they uh, mined there and that some of the lenders uh, for a term facility that they have in place had pulled out of that because of sanctions uh, placed on Guinea, um, which has been impacted heavily by a uh, coup that took place in September of 2021. And there's just been an- sanctions announced by um, uh, a number of African countries on uh, on Guinea, and that made these lenders pull out. And as a consequence, uh, the company said, we can't make this payment. Um, so that had a, a pretty dr- dramatic impact on the bonds. Their 2022s lost uh, between 20 and 30 points. There's very little liquidity in these bonds, I should say. Um, Metal Corp also has a 2026 bond, uh, 300 million euros, 8.5%. And that dropped uh, as much as 40 points yesterday and has kept falling um, now down about 60 points in two days. So um, a bit of a shift for for this company. Um, the... The next steps uh, for Metal Corp is that it's very likely, unless it reverses that decision, it's very likely to uh, default, simply because um, in the bond documentation for the 2022s, um, there's a seven-day grace period. And if there's a bondholder meeting to be held, uh, then that has to have a 14-day notice period. So you can't implement, even if you agreed immediately, you can't implement any changes before that grace period lapses. And so, uh, therefore, uh, Metal Corp is uh, heading for default uh, on the 2022s, and the, the non-payment uh, also has the impact on ha- has an impact on the 2026 bonds, um, which will cross default after 30 days. So that's uh, taking the company into November, and with a realistic chance to um, to lock in uh, some sort of waivers with the uh, with investors there. But um, but this is a company that um, that we're now watching closely and. Financial advisors are circling the bonds to um, to get a group going and have a, a conversation with uh, Metal Corp. Just a reminder that tomorrow, October the fifth at two p.m., Reorg will be hosting a discussion of Australian headquarter radiology services group Genesis Care, which is heading for a restructuring. Register now to hear our panel of experts for a deep dive into the causes of Genesis Care underperformance, what could happen next, and what the potential recoveries are for lenders. Also look out for an invitation to Reorg's live panel event at Claridge's in London on November the 3rd, Navigating the Perfect Storm. We'll be hosting a leveraged finance panel discussion followed by a restructuring session. For more details, email marketing More information on all the situations and events discussed in this podcast are available on our website reorg.com. We hope you can join us next Tuesday for another Reorg Europe podcast. Until then, have a great week and thank you very much for listening. <laughs>